Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the campfire, the only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction in exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. The story I'm about to tell you is from a traveler named Sneepa6407. He called this one, I am one of the deadliest warriors in history. Our prey was not human. Please, allow me to tell you his tale. I am who the Westerners call the Swordsman. I was born in 1740, part of an extremely dangerous clan residing in the Philippines, numbering a few thousand. We were the most dangerous swordsmen ever. We could easily destroy berserkers, Aztec warriors, knights, samurai, and even Spartans. Our martial art and training technique could only be compared to Eskrima, but much, much more extreme. Ever since we could pick up a sword, we trained and trained throughout adulthood. And our techniques were so extreme and unseen that no one could stand a chance against one of our swordsmen. We primarily used a single long, slender Vanta Black Blade two and a half to four feet long, with straps wrapping around the tank. The swords were different from most Filipino swords. They were made out of an extremely durable material found in the mountains, and were extremely sharp sharp enough to slice through the skin on contact. They were able to easily slice and break a bone and were kept in white polished wooden scabbards wrapped in rope, which we would strap to either our waists or over the shoulder. Depending on the size and weight, the swords could be wielded with either one or two hands, but were usually wielded with the dominant hand. We learned the most brutal, quick, and deadly techniques to use the sword, breaking the guard, controlling the opponent's blade, and delivering quick slashes and stabs into the most vital parts of the area. We learned to be precise with the swords and were able to stab extremely small points of damage with accuracy and ease. One of our most important training aspects was the ability to have extremely accurate, perfect edge alignment when moving very quickly and slashing in quick succession. 
That combined with the extreme sharpness, weight, durability, and the tip of the blade which was sharper than a needle made a good swordsman wielding the blade nearly unstoppable. We could slice, slash, cut, and penetrate through nearly anything. And steel armor was utterly unmatched to the ability of our blades and swordsmen. The swords were called Stygian blades, translated to English. Lots of footwork, empty hand, and hand techniques were involved, parries. Using the non-dominant hand to catch the opponent's arm, slips, and mobility of the sword. Speed and direct, powerful, and brutal precision were the main principles, along with being extremely evasive and fast, to avoid being hit while hitting. Our armor was extremely durable and protected us from blunt, sharp, and direct force easily and was made out of the same material as the swords. We sparred with each other every day with real blades, with armor only over the most vital organs. That is how I acquired extreme amounts of scars on my body. We practiced slicing dead bodies and limbs. We never used fake targets, only the real shit, including live predatory animals. One of the worst challenges was to fight completely unarmored. Three fully grown jaguars simultaneously with one Stygian blade at the age of 14. By the time I was 12, I could do 400 push-ups, 600 sit-ups, 100 pull-ups, and 200 squats in one shot under 10 minutes. Many of the kids died during the challenges and training, leaving only 50% of the original trainees. We had to fight both humans and animals, and being near the Philippines, we were all trained to be extremely good at swimming. The average trainee could hold their breath for six minutes underwater and could swim better than a Navy SEAL. We have trained amphibiously, and another challenge was being locked in an underwater cage with a full-grown bull shark and told to win or die. This challenge took place when we were 15, and I distinctly remember when I went through it. My parents, although I could not remember their names clearly, were okay with me going through the challenge. It was standard practice that everyone went through this and I was such a good swordsman that they were confident I would easily make it out. I swam 15 meters from shore into the giant wooden cage with the bull shark, and I had my Stygian blade strapped to my back. I would need the three-foot-long blade strapped to my back for maximum mobility. I voluntarily entered the cage, and the starved, extremely aggressive, and bloodthirsty shark immediately came from me. I drew the sword underwater and with perfect edge alignment underwater. I was able to slice a fin off the shark. I planted my feet on the side of the cage and I launched myself to the other side of the cage, taking a quick, deep stab to one of the shark's arteries and pulling the sword out in less than one second. It swam towards me and I directly slashed the shark's face, blinding it as blood filled the water, before diving under it and making another slash to its stomach before the shark's tail caught me and I was launched to the cage wall breaking a few of my ribs, thrashing and biting at anything. The shark swam towards me and I let it get close as it bit, but I shoved my sword directly into the roof of its mouth and I killed it, and it stopped moving. I was exhausted and nearly out of breath, so I exited the cage and swam to the surface where I treaded, breathing heavily while my fellow trainees cheered from the shore as the shark was replaced with another one. I was treated for my wounds and I got ready to train more. When we reached a level of skill deemed fit by the elders, we were conducted in a ritual intervening with ancient, dark beings, which gave us extreme healing speed, lifespan, speed, strength, tactical intelligence, 
and endurance. At the age of 18, before I was going to be conducted into the ritual, I was trained extensively in guerrilla warfare, survival skills, hunting, and various other weapons. At that time, I did not know what we were being trained to kill. Upon being deemed fit and going through the ritual and gaining nearly superhuman abilities, I was sent on my first operation. It was hinted vaguely that we would be fighting in human creatures. Translated to English, they were called Horrors of the Deep, or Nightcrawlers. They were about six to seven feet tall and extremely dangerous. From what we could tell, they originated from caves deep below the earth, where a team of Spanish explorers ventured, awakening an entire hive of Nightcrawlers. They were extremely disgusting, having some humanoid, but each one had extremely rotted festering skin infested with maggots, black goo, multiple crab-like appendages, tendrils, tentacles, and extremely skinny humanoid arms with long fingers. At the age of 18, I was six foot five, unnaturally tall for most Filipinos at the time. I was wearing armor crafted out of the same material as the sword, going through the jungle and searching for a nightcrawler that was killing off our livestock. The blade I was using, like all the blades given to the fully trained members, was completely black, made out of extremely specialized steel, with a plated rubber handle over the tang specialized for my larger hands. Upon a few miles in the jungle, I heard movement in the unusually silent woods. I turned to see a seven-foot-tall nightcrawler running at me at a disturbing speed. I drew my sword and made a diagonal slice down the creature's shoulder the extremely sharp blade immediately severing the top half of the torso. It flopped back and started to reattach itself, but I stepped back and made several shallow stabs to its vital organs, instantly killing it. That was my first kill. A full ten years later, I had killed hundreds of nightcrawlers, and I was deemed one of the best swordsmen to ever live in the village. It was late at night, and the moon was fully shining over our island as I walked along the beach to hunt down a particularly notorious nightcrawler that had killed several swordsmen. I drew my blade as the extremely large, 12-foot-tall standing creature covered in bulging, rotting muscles crawled towards me, its mouth gnashing. An enormous longsword shot out from the waves and hit the creature so hard the blade split the nightcrawler into multiple pieces. A tall figure absolutely towering over me stepped out of the waves and picked the sword out of the sand. He was very muscular and lean, and had long white hair, and was wearing full black medieval combat gear, and had a sleek helmet covering his face. He resheathed his sword onto his back. Who the fuck are you? I asked in my native language. The man replied, surprisingly in my language, perfectly pronouncing the words. I am the mercenary, a leviathan of Kela Tegafuku. I am here to recruit worthy warriors capable of helping to free Kela Tegafuku from the unholy depths. Refusal will mean death. I am loyal to my people, and my people only, I said. Hit the fuck out of this land. A mercenary sighed and drew his sword. I held mine. You seem like a good swordsman, by the way. You speak to me. I hope this fight will last longer than most. At an inhuman speed, he rushed me and I was instantly met with a severe size disadvantage. He swung his sword, but I was able to duck and catch his arm, using the momentum to spin him as I stepped back and swiftly sunk my sword into his armor, piercing into his spinal cord. What the bloody hell is your sword made out of? He yelled, slightly amused as I pulled it out and jumped back, as he slashed again. 
catapults have failed to break my armor. I stepped back as he swung again, and he was able to surprise me with a spinning back kick. The power of the kick was so much that I was sent back 50 feet, and I would have died instantly if I hadn't gone through the ritual and had been enhanced. I instantly got up and was rushed, and I parried an upward slash from the mercenary and kicked the mercenary's face before stabbing his throat and slashing through his armor, where a vein would be. He stabbed my stomach with the tip of the sword and I jumped back blood spilling. I quickly took a stance and rushed him. We immediately exchanged slashes. His sword was much longer than mine, which was both a disadvantage and an advantage, as I could close the distance and cause him to move back and lose his balance. I faked a diagonal cut from the left and I caught his sword arm and held it down with my entire body weight before I slammed the sword into the opening and his armor between his helmet and torso plates. I had specifically aimed for a throat artery and had hit it, and I expected blood to pour out like a waterfall. Instead slow, inconsistent black drops fell out when I pulled the sword out and delivered another slash. He slammed me with his sword, but it failed to penetrate my armor and I was sent 30 feet back and crashed into the sand. I instantly got back up and we both rushed each other. I got the first hit, slipping under the blade and giving a thrust to the mercenary's liver. He grabbed me by my neck and lifted me into the air. What a shame. I thought you were good for a moment. Likewise, I pulled my sword and in an instant, smooth motion I stabbed the armored demon through one of the eye holes in the helmet and jammed the sword all the way through before pulling it out. He instantly dropped me and screamed in agony. I kicked him in the back, causing him to stumble before I stabbed him through the knees. I sliced him in the neck again and I jumped back as he tried to grab me. He picked up his sword, blood dripping from his helmet as he stared at me in pure rage. He sliced at my knees, but I was barely able to block the attack as I parried it low. He was slicing me erratically, blindingly swinging his sword and trying to connect with me. I parried and slashed back, blocking a slice and grabbing his arms and putting them into a joint lock. And I turned and stabbed him in the head again. He slashed and I blocked again and slipped behind him and stabbed him once beside his spinal cord. And he turned and stabbed his sword into the sand, barely missing me as I jumped back and dove in, slashing him again. Mid-slash, I was caught off guard as he caught me with his sword, but his edge alignment was poor and it didn't hurt me fatally. I was sent back 50 feet, and I crashed into the sand as he immediately caught me again, and stomped on my chest before slamming his sword down again. That one broke my ribs, which started healing the moment they were broken. He pummeled me with his fists and slammed me repeatedly with his sword, until I managed to roll out of the way, causing his sword to miss and get stuck in a boulder. While he was trying to pull the sword out, I managed to get him in a rear naked choke through the space between his torso armor, and helmet, and we both fell to the ground as I kept choking him. He tried to elbow me and slice me with his sword, but he was much larger than me, and he couldn't get enough momentum with his sword to pierce my armor. He struggled and tried to escape, but I had utterly perfected this choke, and held him in place and counted to 100. He finally stopped struggling at the halfway mark, and I let go in exhaustion. I used my sword to stab him in the neck several times all the way through and left his dead body to bleed out on the ground. I cleaned the blood off my sword, and I slowly walked away on the sand as the full moon shone over the blood-soaked beach. You are very skilled. I instantly turned back to see the mercenary standing up, 
appearing as though he was completely unharmed. He picked up his sword and laughed as he walked into the waves and disappeared into the depths of the ocean. I will be back for you. You will be an invaluable fighter in the ranks of the five Leviathans. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. <sighs> visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hundreds of years had passed since I fought the mercenary. Unholy amounts of nightcrawlers had taken over our village in the 1,800 seconds. And we were overrun, most of us being killed. A hundred of us were scattered across the country. And I lived alone and in the jungle until 1985 when I was found by a paramilitary organization tied to the government of the United States. They called themselves DOSACD. I did not know their language, and they brought in a translator, another member of my tribe, and they told me they needed soldiers to fight against unholy evils, accepting the fact that they promised extremely dangerous opponents to fight. I joined their organization with the same Stygian blade I used to fight the mercenary. He still had not come back for me. I fought for the organization for 30 years, up until a certain operation I was designated to go on. It was off the coast of the North Pacific Ocean, where an unknown entity was killing people in a fishing town. I walked along the beach with my upgraded armor and body, and I saw an extremely familiar tall, muscular figure standing, holding an enormous longsword. I'm back, said the mercenary. Let's see how good you've gotten. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels and a blessed day.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.